Hey everybody, welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad, episode number four. For us, it is June. What's the date today? The, the 27th of, of the, June. Almost the end of June. So, we just passed the halfway mark in, in June's pregnancy. Where are you guys I'm at? well past that. I, I heard 13 more weeks and I flipped out. That's crazy. Yeah. So, you're telling me that you spent some time with a newborn this yeah, week. Yeah, but I, I have a random question first. Yes, okay, random question. My random question is... As having 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 had a one year old, how do you decide on your first Halloween costume? Oh, that's an interesting question. Did you dress him up as like a little Yoda or something? Or no, <laughs> this is going to be really bad. I started looking at <laughs> Halloween costumes for Asian children. Oh, <laughs> that's I mean, while I was dating my wife. Okay. Because I got way too excited about it. But then I realized, like, for some of the costumes, I needed to wait, like, longer. Like, he needed to be a little bit grown up. Like, eventually I'm going to dress him as Short Round from Indiana Jones. There you go. No time for love, Dr. Jones. (laughs) And then on Pinterest, somebody had dressed their, like, little baby as Kim Jong-il. With the big glasses. I saw that. Oh, my God. It was amazing. It was just, like, a gray, like, one-piece suit. So I really wanted that, but I didn't have the, you know, wasn't able to put that together. So you're really embracing his Asian heritage. Yeah, do you want to guess what he actually was? What was he? A pumpkin. No, I just told you we were embracing his oh, Asian. Oh, I didn't know if you were really going in that direction. I was looking. Um, you looking at I, the My board. wife just kind of randomly picked it out, though, but, but I mean, it worked out. He was a, a very fluffy panda bear. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was a pretty good costume. Yeah. That is very cute. But, I mean, I'm excited for when he gets older and he can decide what he wants to be and I can help with that because Halloween's like a big thing for me or at least it was or sometimes is. Yeah. I guess I've always never really thought about the fact that I've been so vanilla with all of my costumes. Yeah. And then, like, well, I'm, I think I, I Pinterest, like, a Soon Lee for a girl. Ah. Well, now that we know the gender. We We already knew. I know, but I'm saying... I don't know if our oh, you, listeners have known. Yeah, no, they didn't. Did they? We talked about it last time. Well, I guess you're right. See, I'm in still in episode three over there. But we have a topic for today. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah, and that has to do with what I was asking about before. Yes. Um, so you, you wanted to talk about the first few weeks after you come home from the hospital with new baby. I think that first week, really. Because I think that after you hit that first week... You're you're pretty well in a good routine. Would you agree? No. Really? No. So the so I met with some people last night. They have a newborn. Yeah. They they were like consummate pros, and I'm like, it was just like seven days ago that you still had a baby inside you. Yeah. How is this even possible? Okay. This is the thing. Right when you think you've got everything figured out, something changes. Like what? Like. If if they're on a really nice sleep schedule, yeah, something's that's what gonna, she was like. Something's gonna throw it off. Like, I mean, we we've had that all the time. Where we thought, oh man, we got this in the bag. This is great. And then all of a sudden, something would happen, or maybe got sick or something, and everything changes. Yeah. So then you have to start from scratch. I was so excited after last night. Yeah. You just ruined it all. Sorry. That's all right. But you said things were starting to get real. That doesn't even make it sound like. Like it was getting real. That just made it sound like you felt better. I felt more at ease, for oh. sure. 
Like the way that Garrett was like, I mean, everybody he just put that baby in the swaddle, and he was like, whoosh, 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 and then like all of a sudden he had. Was like he a making those burrito. noises while he did it? That'd be weird. Was that? Was he making those noises? No, but it was. It I had those sound effects in my head. <laughs> why? Why weren't you doing them while he was? <laughs> I should have been. That'd be pretty great. Now, that's all I want to do now is I want to just have a baby so I can go whoosh, 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 whoosh. <laughs> I mean, he was like a pro. That made me feel pretty good. And she was just, like, chilling. Yeah, I remember seeing my first buddy with his his daughter, and even, like, the first... I think we went to see them in the... No, we didn't go to see him in the hospital. We went to see them at the house. And, I mean, he was a serious pro at swaddling, like... Yeah. So you have to make noises. Well, we're on a podcast, <laughs> but... I mean, and it was really tight. They looked like your Chipotle burrito that you just scarfed down here. I did. And it that's what that's what his baby looked like. But it was amazing because I was just like, you've never done that before. Like, how do you all of a sudden know how to do this? And that's what happens. Like, so doing stuff like the swaddling, like, you'll figure that out. Uh-huh. But the overall of, like, um, the structure of your day, you'll think you have it, and then something will change. See, that's the other thing, is that for myself, as, you know, a work from home kind of dad, I feel like I'm in a much different position than a lot of other people. That's kind of the way Garrett is too. So that's yeah. why I kind of felt. And I mean, when we had Bo, I wasn't, um, I was only doing like independent contractor stuff. So I was DJing and I was selling houses. So most of the time for those first two or three months, yeah. I was just home with June. Um, so we were tag team in it. Does that help or does that hinder? It's tough. I don't know. Because then she ended up going to work. And then I was still home. So I was just watching the baby at home. And then I felt like I got frustrated easily when she wasn't around. Yeah. Just be like, why isn't this working? Why won't they stop crying? Sometimes they would. Sometimes they wouldn't. Right. Say they, but it's just one. Just babies in general. Yeah. No, but I think that like that, you know, you, you speak to a much broader point, which is... No matter what you do, you can never really expect anything. We were just talking about, (laughs) just talking before we started recording, about my love for Big Brother. Yes. And their, like, main slogan is expect the unexpected. Right. That's, like, total baby. Yeah. But I don't know, like, last night just hanging out, like, it was so weird. Like, we got over to Lee and Garrett's house, like, we had baby visit time, whatever. Everybody's, like, kind of, like ooing and aahing over the baby, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Melissa obviously has to get a couple of pictures. And then it was, like, just regular whatever. Like, Garrett's just grilling outside. And then, like, everybody heads outside to the deck. And, like, then everybody just sits around the table outside. And everybody's just eating. And the baby's just chilling in the whatever, I don't know, the thing is that babies lay in. Um, That was another thing. Yeah, but it was, you know, then those first few months those might be like the easiest because they're not moving and then the only thing you need to like worry about is the the crying and they give you like they give you the cycle like of things to check if it's crying which is is it hungry does it have a full diaper is it sleepy i think that's it i think those are the like you just check those three things and usually if you do all of them you're good. Yeah. Which, for most of the time, was the case. 
but I always forget one. Even though there's only three, somehow you'd be like, they can't be sleepy. Well, that's what I was really surprised about, actually. I mean, the baby got fed, and then within an hour needed to be fed again. Oh, yeah, it's constant. With a little, I, mean, I was with a thinking little... like two to three hours. So I figured like if we were there for like three hours, it would need to be fed like maybe right before we got there, maybe right after we left. But there was like twice that we were there mm-hmm. that the baby needed to be fed. Like that's kind of crazy too. Um, just a lot of surprises. But overall, I felt really good about things. I just felt more calm. I held a baby for the first time in like 30 years. Yeah. So that was really interesting. The last time I held a baby, it was my sister, and she fell down the stairs and broke her leg Uh-oh. when I was like three. You dropped so, her? Um, I was the cause for dropping her. Okay. Um, but yes, I was holding her, and then I gave her to my dad, who then fell down the stairs because of the blanket that I was holding. Oh, boy. So that was not fun. I think that kind of, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Last night was like really very chill. And it made me feel. Really, I mean, I'm not like, trying. I'm not trying to, to scare you because you're going to figure it out. Like you get into a groove. Yeah. And you're more comfortable sooner than you than you thought you would be, because you have to do it. Right. Well, yeah, that's the, what Garrett kept saying. So, like, just ha- you mean on the you know when you leave the hospital, it. those first two days, you got it. Yeah. One of the things I they were telling stories last night. I thought it was really funny that um, Leah had tried to like. You know, they had their discharge and everything like that. She had to walk out of the hospital, and the nurse got really upset. You're not supposed to, like, walk out of the hospital. Mm-mm. you got to be in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting story. I never knew anything like that. Yeah. Um, and you have to be holding the baby until you're, like, ready to get up to get out of the thing. And then right. you put it in the seat. And then they just take the wheelchair, and they roll it out in the middle of the road, and they say, here you go. There you go. You're on your own. <laughs> what was I just going to say? How awesome it is to be a parent. I think this is the first time that I actually got excited mm-hmm. because I haven't been excited to this point. I've been like a lot of learning. I've been a lot of like too cool for school feeling, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, whatever, like I'm fine. Like, um, cause I don't want to be cliche about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very calming to understand that like, Hey, you just like do whatever you needed to do. Right. And you're, and, this is something that I heard this week. Um, listening to another podcast that that wasn't actually about babies and stuff, but one of the questions that they asked her um, was about parenting, or, or no, it was actually about her job, but she's a nurse. Um, something that she tells everybody as they're leaving, she's a neonatal nurse, mm-hmm. like, you're going to think you're doing everything wrong, and you're going to think that you're a horrible parent, and the fact that you think that means you're a very good parent. Um, so if I think if I'm an you, awesome parent, then if I'm... You're, yeah, exactly. If you think you, oh, you've got this locked down, you can't do anything wrong, you're probably doing something wrong. I will try not to do that. I don't know. A lot of preparation. I'm surprised at how many of my friends are not doing any sort of classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, like, doing any, like, baby basics or Lamaze or yeah. whatever. Like, I have a friend that was like, yeah, I, like, I was in the delivery room, and they were like, hey, hold your wife's leg up. And he was, she was just, like, pushing off of him. I was like, dude, that's, like, nothing that you could ever be prepared for. It doesn't matter what class you took. And then they didn't even take I any classes, even know. and they, like, like, made it just I, fine. I feel like you could, you could go to class all day, but until you're in the situation, you're probably just going to forget everything. I don't know. I remember a lot of stuff from these classes. Yeah. Like, 
they really like. Have you ever had a baby before? What's that? Have you ever had a baby before? No. So you don't know what state you're gonna be in. Right. I don't know what you state get there I'm and what in, happens. But like, I just, like just knowing like, okay, what is the process of getting like an epidural? You don't need to know that. They just need to tell I don't you. Need, I didn't need to know it, but it was helpful to know. Really? Because you, I don't think I would want to know more information you, about it beforehand. But for your second, but for your second delivery, yeah, you're gonna have so much more context to so many more things. Yeah, but and we're you're also be like whatever. Um, we've also just we've already scheduled a C-section, so it's like a day at the office for us. Yes, but yeah. you have that context, right? Whereas your first time, you didn't have any context. Sure. So I think that that's what the classes were helpful. And maybe it's a personality thing, too. You're a very chill person. You may not need it. I might be really, like, OCD. Mm-hmm. And, like, wanting to, like, prepare and plan and do all that stuff, which is nothing you can really plan for or prepare for because it just happens. But just knowing maybe gives me peace of mind. That reminds me, I haven't given you that list yet. Yeah, where's my list? Sorry. Man. No, you know what? I actually got a list. Um... And if you hand me my phone, um, whenever, um, I can share with you uh, some of the things that I wish, that, that, that one of my friends wishes she never would have gotten. I will say the one thing that I'm, especially after last night, that I'm like super stoked about is this Mamaru. Have you heard of it? Four moms? Yeah, it's, it's like it's a, a thing that you put the baby in and it like yeah, bounces up and down like this kind of thing. Yeah, the Mamaru is the four moms one. Yeah. The, oh, like that's the, the brand. Yeah, the, like the $250. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you don't need that. I know I don't need it, but it, it looked really freaking awesome. Um, yeah, baby, no, it looks the really baby cool. loved it. Yeah, well, it's it's going to go either way. They're either going to love it or they're going to hate it. it. So why spend that money? Buy it used. No, we we, bu- we borrowed one site. we borrowed one from a friend. Yeah, and then tried it out. It's still in our attic. Oh my gosh. We tried it, he didn't like it. He liked just that standard analog swing. Yeah. I wonder if that's a guy girl thing. I don't think so. Every every girl baby that I've known has loved it and every boy baby, you're the third boy baby that's sitting in the attic. Interesting. Yep. Now Where's my list? One of the other things that came out of last night, which was super helpful, was knowing that if you have the ability to get a schedule going, that that's like a really important thing to do. Mm -hmm. And so I went home and researched last night, and there's a lot of moms that got into a really good routine prior to giving birth. And they carried that through after birth, and it allowed for easier nights of sleep. Like the yeah, a lot of women don't take up the the habit of creating a routine for themselves prior to, so they have nothing to follow through afterwards. And then it's like all hell breaks loose, and you're just like up in the middle of the night, and you're doing whatever, and then it's you know whatever. So that's one thing that Melissa and I talked about. Getting into a good routine. Yeah. Are you in a good routine? Now we are. Yeah. What about right afterwards? No, we got into this thing where we we just like we just keep them up like until all hours of the night. So we had nothing to do in the morning. So 
Like, he'd just be on our lap in bed. We're watching TV, and he's just laying there, um, either eating or whatever, when we probably should have just put him in the, the crib. It took us about a month to get out of that. Did he sleep in the bedroom? Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, he. so, yeah, for about the first month, he, he was in, a like, a rockin' sleeper yeah. thing next to the bed. Um, just because it's terrifying. Did that keep him flat? No, that hasn't been an angle. Yeah, so that's one of the things that they were like in one of the classes. They were like, "You gotta keep your baby flat." I was like, "I don't." I see a lot of people that don't have their babies flat. Yeah, we we kind of got over that. I don't know. It just it worked for him. Like that's that was the thing that made him sleep. Yeah. So that's what we did. Right. And I read about it first just to make sure it was okay. And they're like, "Yeah, you can definitely use that as like a bassinet, um, or you could just have an actual bassinet in the room." But yeah. Um, I would recommend getting them into the crib in their room as fast as you can. Right. I know it's hard because, like, those those first month was, like, you're just terrified with them. And it, it actually takes a lot of stress off of you because you hear something and then you're like, oh, my God. And you you just think that, that they're dying or something. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. So you're constantly checking on them because you can. But if you have them in the room, you got your monitor, everything is, is much easier. And... It's going to create better habits for them, too. Right. I mean, that's... And it's like everything I say is not like, oh, you should do it this way. It's, but that's what works for us. That's what I'm most interested in, what works for everybody and trying to come to, like, a collective... You can't make any decisions prior. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to see... But you can... Like, you can up, have... Like, yeah, you can have, like, a, okay, this is what we want to do. Right. Here's Here's plan B... And having, like, the tools necessary. Like, do you have a baby monitor? Mm-hmm. Like, do you even use one of those the first couple weeks? No, not really. Because the baby's with you all the time. Yeah, it's with me. So, like, I don't know. Like, you never really want to be away from your baby the first few weeks. Mm-hmm. Is that the, like, rule of thumb there? Pretty much. It's so, like, like, and you don't, you're not really sleep, supposed to like, take them out. Well, they no, just you sleep can sleep in like wherever you walk around the house too. Kind of, that's what we would do. So I can't just like put them in the baby's room and like just leave them. Baby. You can't. You can do whatever you want. I wonder if there's a, a a thing about that. What thing? I know I can do whatever I want. I just want to be a good dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Well, the fact that you're thinking about it means you will be. Yeah, because if I think I'm awesome, then I'm horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't really remember what, like, while they were napping, I, th- I think we just had them, um, yeah, because we had one of those um, pack and plays that had, like, the little bassinet, like, on it, so they would sleep in that. That's what Lee and Garrett had. And and it had the diaper changing station night right next to it. Yes. Which was pretty sweet. Um, but after that, we didn't use it at all. And then we would, yeah, then, then we could get our cleaning done, like, around that area of the house, and we were probably a little bit more lax than most people. Like, we would just, we would still just walk out of a room and leave him there and just hope that he doesn't do anything stupid. I, I'm i a little bit better than June at, like, making sure stuff is, like, out of his reach. Um, would you say that your house is baby-proofed right now? No, not at all. We use, uh, what does that even mean? <laughs> so for the, like, the two kitchen cabinets that have handles, like, right next to each other, like these. Like, yeah, yeah, look, yeah. We just put wooden spoons through them. <laughs> I love it. 
Sometimes he gets them out, and then, but he, I feel like he knows now that he's not supposed to go in there. Um, but that's it. There's other drawers he can open and stuff, but nothing dangerous. Did he ever? Uh, did you ever do the thing like? Um, so some I'm learning that this is like a a thing where it's like some people do it really early and other people are like just whatever. Um, like we have all hardwood floors in our house, mm-hmm. so um, we got like a mat so that well in the basement there's some carpet, but like a mat where like it's comfortable and like you can put the baby on its stomach. So you can do, like, neck exercises? Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you start that early or just didn't really? No, yeah, we started that kind of stuff, like, belly time and stuff pretty early because he had, he had an abnormally strong neck. Like, he could pretty much support his, his head from the time he came out. Really? Yeah, it was a big head. Yeah. So, I mean, the rest of the body needs to compensate for that, I think. But, yeah, he was pretty strong right out of the gate. I actually asked at my last Lamaze class, like, hey, can they, like, measure your head, the baby's head, yeah. like, in the womb to find out if, like, you should have a C-section just, like, right off the get-go? Yeah, they should have told June that they that she should have done it because they were measuring, they were measuring nine centimeters around. Holy moly. And he came, he came out <laughs> ten centimeters around. Wow. The thing was big. But, I mean. It's he, a big brain. He takes after me. Yeah, we'll see about that part. Yeah, so I, I'm sure that, and stuff if, like that if June didn't have to push for three hours, she yeah. would have preferred not to push for three hours. Because well, that's that's, that's the doctor was like, there's no way you were getting that out. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. But the lady at Lamaze class said, no. They, yeah, no, your, they won't your last... Son, they measure, but they won't tell you, like, hey, your baby's head is abnormally no, large. No, yeah, they're never going to, like... I, I think they steer away from, like... Especially first time is saying like, yeah. you should have a C-section. Well, unless they're like upside down or something, or I there's decided a cord issue. Which was, you know, we have a wedding on the twenty-second, and this is going to sound, you know, so like um, not cool, probably to some moms and mommy groups. But work is important to us because we work like one day a week, mostly for like the majority of our work hours are like one day a week. And we do a whole bunch of little things throughout the week. But our last wedding's on the 22nd, so I figured on the 23rd, I'm going to do everything you're not supposed to do to, like, induce labor without it being, like, an actual induction. Mm-hmm. Like, foot massages and peppermint oil and all the stuff that they're like, don't do what this. What other here. stuff? I don't know. There's a list. There's a list. I know. I was just thinking about one. I was going to see if you were going to say it. Oh, what's yours? Um, sex. Oh, yeah, sex is a big one. Um, also, um, and this might be just TMI, but nipple stimulation. Um, actually, like, for some, um, women, that'll definitely put them into labor. They actually, there's a, there's a very strict rule that you shouldn't start pumping prior to giving birth because it actually does induce labor because mm-hmm. the, the, the body The body is thinks that, that you, the baby's already out. Yeah, and so that's a big one. Um, speaking of which, there's a really cool breast pump that there's just these two discs and it just like goes in a woman's bra and it just like has these little bags that are in it. Yeah. And it, like, you seen that? Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I've seen it all. Oh, June got the, June got like the sport bra that, that attaches to your. And it has like two the, bottles. The funnels and it goes in the bottles. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get the, I want to get the, the discs. I feel like that'll be easier. Yeah. Especially during, um, like, weddings and whatnot. That's something that June, 
that that was a difficult thing, like during that first week. Yeah. Um, because she didn't really seem to be producing much. Uh huh. Um, so she started doing everything like mother's milk tea, some other kind of tea, um, and massaging. But you just got to keep keep doing it, and then it'll come. But it was sometimes more, it comes. It was for, more her body rather than Bo hmm. not. Yeah, she had a, she had a little bit of a hard time getting him to latch. Yeah. Um, the nurse that we had, like, she somehow she had a magic touch and she could get him to latch on right away every time. Uh-huh. So, I mean, Cleveland Clinic offers free lactation, lactation consultants, and there's yeah. a nice there's a place in Rocky River where you can go, bring the baby, and they'll work on like different stuff with you and show right. you like new moves. There was this one that was just like, like lay down propped up, and just put him on top of you. Yeah, and you would never think that that could be possible because then like the breast is underneath his face, and he's just like looking down. Right. But it worked like magic. Yeah. So they because that's like, like the most natural, natural way, way. Yeah, to be doing exactly. it. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, one of the videos that we watched in one of these classes was like the skin to skin thing is mm-hmm. so important because they automatically regulate body temperature. Yeah. But beyond that, like a lot of babies will just start moving towards their first feeding right and so that was you know that is it's natural Mm -hmm. just one of those yeah and then she started i mean she was producing crazy amounts like Mm -hmm. like record amounts of milk we had a we had to buy a freezer to put in the basement that's what one of yeah i had an old client that did that um and then and filled the whole thing he like at one point i think in january end of january he got thrush so they treated him, but they didn't treat her, so then it didn't, like, get better. So for that time, we had to bottle feed him, and he never went back to the nipple. Yeah. Um, she was a little bit upset with that because it was, like, a bonding thing for her. She really enjoyed it. I'm sure if she could still be doing it, she would still be doing it. Well, when you think about the cost savings, I mean, that's... Yeah, no, and that, that was fine because she continued pumping. She got through an entire year where he only had breast milk. Yeah. Which was pretty amazing. Yeah, I have a lot of a lot of friends, and it seems that have done that, and clients too. Yeah, I mean. a lot of people only make it like three or six months, and I mean, she was literally—it was like she was a cow, like just she was yeah. on a schedule. Like that's she had, what yeah. Melissa wants to be in the same position. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully she can get. I mean, it's yeah, you, don't, and, you don't have any control. And like, the more the more you do it, the more you're gonna get because it's like, you know, once we were deciding to, to slow it down. Like, she just had to pump less and less each time so mm-hmm. to, to trick the body into thinking, like, we don't need any more. Right. It's really amazing how, like, coordinated the woman's body is. Oh, it's it's crazy. Unbelievable. I don't even know what a tr- contraction was until two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, that's, like, some serious stuff. And then I learned about um, the... So the couple weeks after is what we're really talking about. One yeah. of the things that I learned about is that some people have, um, if they can't get the baby's heart rate through the strap that's around the mother's tummy, then they have like an internal um, heartbeat monitor that like basically pricks the baby's head, and with this like little tiny, tiny, very tiny little um, metal sharpness thing. And it um, goes in their head, and it monitors the baby's heartbeat through this little pinprick. And then um, just about the time that you um, give your baby their first bath for, like, umbilical cords, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff, um, 
that scab will be gone as well. So many different things. I don't like that at all. I don't. I, not I a lot of people do. Told me about that. Oh man, that's some. See, this business. is why not going to the classes is good. There was one girl in one of the classes that says, "I just counted six tubes that could be coming out of me. I feel like an octopus." And I was like, "Yeah, yep. I mean, that would be really kind of weird." Yeah, I think with the C-section, since we have it scheduled, I don't think she's going to have to do like an epidural or anything. No, it's, it's great. just just numbing like the area. The, yeah. But from all the accounts of what I learned about epidurals last week, I will tell you, it is some seriously good business. Yeah, but yeah, it's just crazy how they do it. Yeah, like, and it slow, but it slows. Seems like it slows things down. Like two of my friends from last night, they went uh, and had five hours where they were just like chilling. Yeah, and that's what happened with June. Like after you know, once we got towards that end of that three hours. They're like, this isn't working. Like, you, we have to take you. We have to take it down because you need to feel more pain to know that you're pushing. Right. Yeah, that's that's like what I'm hearing. It's common. That's yeah. just. Ooh. And then you can. They have a button they can push. I learned. Who does? The the the. I wanted to say bride. I know. Mother. I know you. Um, so the the mother, so that she, uh, she can get more of the drug in her system. It's, oh, see, it's like thought, timed out I, like every half hour. I thought that would be something that they would regulate. So it is. It's regulated to every half hour. You get more, but you can actually. Oh, there's so a you're limit there on it. Waiting like. There's like a limit. Some I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. In any case, I feel a lot better after last night. Uh, just having experienced somebody else. How old else's was the baby? Seven days. Nice. So I mean, that's like. You know, to be able to speaking sorry from that. No, you're good. Speaking of seven days, I went to Lakewood does this thing on summer solstice because they have the solstice steps now at Lakewood mm-hmm. Park. So they have a summer solstice party. Mm-hmm. That was last Thursday. Yep, I had was, an engagement shoot. Yeah, it was pretty. It was. It wasn't an, like a warm day. It was pretty chilly. It was overcast. Yeah, we're we're there with friends, and this guy walks by or this couple. And this dude is holding this baby, and this is not going to come across on the podcast, but he's holding it like this, like a like hand Simba. on the butt, um, and then, like, I think his other hand was on the chest. This baby, because this is why I said, speaking of seven days, this baby couldn't have been more than a week old. They had it outside in a onesie with short sleeves and short things, uh, like a it was short legs. It was cold, like yeah. freezing. And this baby sh- couldn't weigh more than eight pounds mm-hmm. and i i was so angry like it made me really really mad there's no reason to to have this baby out and then when we were leaving she had it in like a baby born facing her chest which i don't think you're supposed to do that early because it's just like this like a chin yeah, on the chest down. probably scrunching the neck it was all bad i was i was really mad about it do you find yourself uh have you found yourself in the past not getting mad about those things, and now that you're a parent, you do get mad about those? I feel things? like this is something that I, I hope that everybody that saw it was like, "What the hell's going on? Like, why do they have this baby out?" Yeah. So it just no matter who you are, it's just one of those things where you're like, "It it should be." I would hope that that would make anybody mad. Yeah. I don't know that you know if before like babies came into my world as like even with friends and stuff, I yeah. would notice that it's so small. But this thing was tiny, tiny. I guess, like you said, if you think you're doing awesome, 
which some people like that obviously just yeah. think they didn't have a do they didn't they have a stroller or anything they were just walking around with it yeah and the the legs were sticking out from the baby born thing and they were purple that's common but they're like really purple that that could be you know the feet are the last thing to get true blood yeah, flow but i mean I, I hope somebody said something to them like it what, was definitely what are you guys night. doing yeah not cool what um, else yeah so that's just kind of my topic for the day yeah i think uh a little bit of just relief i'm interested to hear about your um and we'll probably revisit this you know as it's happening mm-hmm. but your first week after having your little girl back home um i think that that's gonna be really interesting to reflect on the differences between the two mm-hmm. um you know, from my perspective, not even having experienced it, that's definitely going to be a, a new, all sorts of new stuff. So, you know, that's going to be interesting to see what happens. Can't plan for anything, like you said. Yeah. But we're just going to see what happens. You got anything else? Um, no, I was just looking at my baby checklist. The The checklist I need to send you. Oh, nice. There's got to be something else. Well, we can talk about um, a product if you'd like. A product? What product? Let's talk about the best pack and plays. How different can a pack and play be? <laughs> um, the best? Let's do a cross-compare on two different products, the Mamaru and the regular old swing yeah how do you feel about that did we talk did we did you mention that at the beginning of this or was that before we started recording mamaru yeah i think i I think i discussed it on this i'm pretty sure i talked about it i don't know i can't remember i said it was pretty sweet yeah it looks awesome but it's it's like it's one of those sitting in the attic yeah well now i mean you know your girl might like that a whole lot she might luckily our friends haven't had another baby and probably won't for a few years so we get so to hold on to that for this one. Hold on to it, and if it doesn't work, then I'll buy it from you. Yeah, and we've still got... No, it's not, it's not mine to sell, that's unfortunately. Not, that's not the way that works. I wish. It'd be a sweet 150. Do you know of any, um, like, groups that I could join to buy, like, secondhand things that um, don't have a whole bunch of germs all over there's them? There's tons of those groups on Facebook, but I wouldn't trust any of the Facebook ones. There's some nice shops. Shops? Yeah. Like, I could go into, a, like, a retail kind of setting? Yeah. It's like a consignment shop for big Exactly, stuff. yep. Now that's where it's at. Let me find this one. And I think they have one on the east side, too. It's called Once Upon a Child. Oh. There's one in Mentor. I live close to there. And there's one in Sagamore Hills. I live... Not so close. Not so close. Um, there's there. one in Westlake. That's even further. Yeah, but they have good stuff in there, and... It's it's really nice as you're like finding that you need stuff that maybe you didn't have ahead of time to go get it used, um, especially with those things that you don't know are gonna work. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Is having a newborn like a newborn, like by definition, kind of like getting a new puppy where you just want to snuggle with it all the time? A little bit, but you have to be so careful. Yeah, but you were talking about how like you were just like chilling in bed, yeah, watching TV. Doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you don't want to be away from it. It. I kind of feel like that might be end up being the case. Hey, is there anything that you should that you would recommend for new dads 
to do for their baby mamas, whether that be a wife or a fiance. You're talking about a push friend. You're talking about a push present or like a do something for them? No, like, is there any special considerations that, you know, hey, do this for that person the week after they give birth because it's really nice and I didn't do it or I did do it and. Yeah, you know, it was really awesome, or she thought she probably would have thought it was really awesome. Sure, I don't think that. I don't think that it's even like you doing something for them, because they're gonna ask to, to do it. Like they're gonna want to go and like, either get like a pedicure, or manicure, or just have some time alone. Maybe not, because they can't. They can't be gone for all that long, anyways, because they're gonna have to be somewhere pumping. And until you get into a groove of doing that, yeah, like not in your own home. Um, it can be difficult. Did y'all wait to... Um, did y'all? <laughs> did y'all wait... Did you all wait to use the pumps? Uh, no. Did you all wait to use pumps, like, until a certain time period? No, because the pump can help if you're if they're not latching and stuff. and or, or they're not getting enough. The pumps help, like, train your body. Yeah. So unless right so off the bat, that gave you an opportunity to step in sometimes. Oh yeah, because she'd be sitting you. there and she couldn't do anything. Right. And so you can bottle feed at that point, and yeah, exactly. everything is right. Chill. And th- that actually gives her some time where she can have more than. It gives her a lot of excuses too. For what? <laughs> to not do anything. Oh well, yeah, of course. But it also gives you an opportunity to step in and be somebody that she doesn't have to be there. You know, literally 24-7. Right. So that's kind of awesome. Yeah, and like when June went back to work, and I was still watching the baby for a few weeks by myself, she like she'd have to pump at work and then come home, pump more. But, yeah. I don't yeah. know where I was going with that. Well, I asked the question, so. You look pretty stately in that chair. I like it. I like, <laughs> I like sitting like this. I like it's more comfortable and relaxed. Yeah, it's pretty. Does it make you? Does it make you uncomfortable? No, I, I'm just a popper. I feel over like here. I'm just like presenting all my I'm stuff. I'm a popper over here with a regular microphone <laughs> and a regular chair. You got the slick microphone and the slick chair. I think it sounds even better than those two, so we might just have to upgrade all of them. I don't know. I mean, I sounded pretty good. I feel like. So what do you got for me? Tell me about a product that you love that we should talk about today. God, I can't. How about a toy of some sort? For, like, brand new babies? Brand new babies. Hmm, stuff. Let me look at my checklist. Let's see what I got. Let me ask you this. Sure. This might be a better question. Are you ready to edit something out? Hmm? Is there a product that somebody gave you... Uh, that, you know, you can't use until they're, like, one year old. Like, you were talking about costumes, right? You know, mm-hmm. there's just costumes you can't use until they're one or two or three years old, whatever. Yeah. Or the people that are like, he's 48 months. <laughs> <laughs> now gonna, he's four years old, okay? I'm so excited to not have to do that month thing anymore. Cause when do you stop doing that? I don't know, because now it's like, it doesn't quite make sense to for me to say, like, well, because now I can do like one and a half. Yes. But it still almost sounds better at 20 months. And I never thought I would say that. Or 21 months. But I'm just excited for him to be two so I can just be like, he's two. Yeah. I hate the months thing. I think I'm just going to go with the months thing. 
Or the, until the, not, I think, the, not the month's thing. Just the he's zero. He's one. He's, zero. he's two. <laughs> well, no, that's days then or weeks before, until you get to the first month. No thanks. And then it's just months until or two. Or I should really mess with people and be like, he was born October 3rd. Figure it out yourself. <laughs> Is there anything that you got that you were like, eh, I don't think that that's something that I really need to get right now because it's not going to be useful for a couple of years. I can't think of anything off the top of my you head. You have nothing in your house that like you just is sitting on a shelf well, somewhere you haven't, because... You haven't used yet? Yeah. I mean, that Mamaru in the attic is going to be sitting next to something. No, it's just sitting by itself. <laughs> it's just in its own Oh, it reminds corner. me, I have clothes in my car for you. Oh, thanks. Um, the benefits of having a girl. No, the only thing that I'm still waiting to use, we got a box of stuff from my wife's family mm-hmm. in Thailand before the, before he was born. There's a bunch of clothes, like a bunch of like really weird, like... And the like those little mitten things for newborns and the the foot things the covers cultural or not cultural. The design of them was the design was cultural. Yeah, there was a so few. So they were handmade. No. Oh. No, they're just like those cheap things that you'd find in like a street market. Gotcha. Um. So like the designs on them were cultural. Yeah. Like you wouldn't find them here. Um. And there's a few like, few like cultural items like pajamas and stuff that we didn't really ever use and some blankets but then there's there's this outfit that they sent <laughs> that is for i think it's like two or three t so he's just about to be in it but mm-hmm. it's gonna be like fall because it's pants and long sleeve shirt so it's um it's red <laughs> red and blue and it has like a black spider web on it and it came with a mask and then it has a yellow Spider-Man on it. Like, Spider-Man, but with a giant head, and he's yellow. Instead of red. He's on the yellow. chest. And then, so then there, there's, like, the spiderweb design, the Spider-Man on it. And then below it, um, in the red part of the shirt, it says Superman. <laughs> it's, on my, it's on my Instagram from last year, if you wanted to. That's Check me funny. out on the Bearded DJ um, on Instagram, but it is, it's amazing. And then the tag, the tag is some kind of fake Burberry tag. I can't remember what, it, what the fake company name was, but it was pretty hilarious. Yeah, and the pants say Superman, too. It's Booberry, <laughs> and it has the little Burberry horse guy. Well, that is pretty Isn't that amazing? Where do you get Superman? Like that? That's just something that you pick up in a street market in Thailand. Yeah. I want that for me. But I think it was made in Japan or China. International exchange markets. So great, because Spider-Man's like the totally wrong color. The colors on the shirt are correct. Except I guess for the blue. Pretty excited for him to wear this out and just confuse the hell out of people. <laughs> Superman, what the hell? Kinda it reminds me a little of Stewie. The little Spider-Man guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a big head. Yeah. Funny. So that's that's the one thing that I've been excited to use that I haven't been able to use yet. Clothes it is. Well, can I leave some parting words for people? Yeah, we got, we're at 46 minutes. That's your phone. It is my phone. 
Did I get a good email? No, it says you've been charged for Calyx Interiors Bamboo. Uh, somebody, oh, those are my blinds. Okay. Damn it. Okay, uh, so I was out to dinner this week, and these are my parting words. Okay. Don't ask a pregnant lady what they plan on doing about a second child before she's had her first. Don't. Don't ask anyone when they're going to have their next child or their first child. Thank you, Eric. If Ever. only everybody could follow this advice. Don't do it. Because you don't know what's going on in people's lives. They could have medical issues. Exactly. So stop asking, people. Doesn't matter what the situation. Maybe they just decided they don't want children. Well, Melissa's clever response is going to be... Um, she said. She said... How did she phrase it? She goes, the next person that asks me when I'm having my second child, I'm going to respond with when your husband allows it. <laughs> or something to that extent. It's pretty and good. I thought that, that was pretty clever. Yeah. And what I, was, I was thinking of something else that I thought about earlier because you were talking about like it not, um, not quite feeling real. Yeah, it's comfortable now. Or exciting. It it wasn't real. Yeah. Until it until I hung out with people that have a newborn, mm -hmm. it wasn't real. Now it's real, and it's only twelve or thirteen weeks away, mm -hmm. which is nuts. Yeah. That's like three months. It's like boom, three months from now, I'm gonna be a dad, and my life is gonna be changed forever. Mm -hmm. And I guess I brought that up because. Like, I, I feel like I'm in the same place. Like, I'm not... Like, I still haven't fully come to terms with it. Mm hmm And I would be excited if I knew this was going to be my last kid. Mm hmm But June is already pushing so hard for, like, three and four. And I'm just like, I... That's a lot. If I knew, like, this was, like, was going to wrap it up, I'd be like, yes, this is great. All but right. There's anxiety? Let's or... jump into it. No, it's just like, I'm going to have to do this, like, at least two more times. Maybe. If it's up to her. If it's up to her. Yeah. But, but everybody's, you know, like you just said, things happen and, mm -hmm. you know, maybe her mind changes after this one, too. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, maybe we'll have a nightmare because, no, but she's, she's going to base everything on Bo. No, but what I'm saying is, is maybe she like feels, co you know, content afterwards, or mm -hmm. maybe she feels a calmness. Oh, like this or, is okay. This is it. Yeah, like I feel like I just there's a lot of people that want things a certain way. Maybe they really want a big family. Maybe they don't want any family at all. Maybe they want a very small traditional family. You know, then after they have a one baby, they're like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. You know, and then maybe after two, there, you know, there are some people that can't even have children mm -hmm. that they come to terms with the fact that they can't, and and they're fine afterwards. They, yeah, but then they still got people asking them. Yeah, well, <laughs> so stupid. Stop asking it's, people. Yeah, it's one of those things that nowadays it shouldn't happen at all. People can make their own decisions. This isn't like 1940. It is not 1940. It is not. Okay. Is that it? That's it for me. Uh, what is the topic for next week that you're going to be talking about? I don't know. Let's try it again. Um, 
why don't you come up with a topic for next week? Okay, when do I have to do that? Uh, in the next 15 seconds. I can't do that. Oh, darn it. Okay. Well, let's try it one more time. Hey, next time, <laughs> we're going to be talking about something truly unique. What do you want to talk about? And uh, what we're going to be talking about is delivery. Okay. You can edit that part out if you want. Boom. But I gave you something to jump off of. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I think I think we've talked about mine a lot. Now I actually have to go through it myself, though. What do you... Uh, yeah. There's so much to talk about, Eric. Yeah. Okay. One other thing that we could talk about next week... We need to start posting these. I need, I need all my friends to find out that I'm pregnant so I can start posting these. <laughs> Like my three closest. Or this could just be your announcement. My, I'm over halfway done. My three closest friends still don't know. Well, they're gonna find out eventually. Everybody in the office knows. Um, I'm just gonna tag you on Instagram and say, "Yeah, don't do Congratulations. that." Congratulations. I'm surprised it hasn't happened on June's Facebook yet. With somebody, because, um, I mean, those girls don't keep anything a secret. And it's just everybody hey, they're knows. Being, they're being really good. This immediately. Time. Okay. Okay. The bearded dad. Mm. <laughs> um, maybe we have an Instagram at this point, since our bearded bride one was going so well. Mm. We post so much on it. I started Instagramming a lot this week. Okay. You should start... Oh, here's what you should do. We should make the, the new dad, newer dad Instagram. You start posting stuff when you do baby stuff. You go to classes... That's a good you go idea. A, and I start posting when I have like little breakthroughs or whatever with Bo or, or Yes. Yes. We need to start doing that. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a lot of content for today, Eric. Sure is. <laughs> Any final thoughts? I, I don't know. Do we have a do we have a sign off on this one? We don't have a sign off on this one. I this think is, we were just saying second best podcast ever. This is the second best podcast ever. So long, folks. The first. This is the first best podcast Bye. ever. <laughs> Bye.